Hello, and welcome to American Road Trip Talk, where we introduce you to the fascinating people and places behind each edition of American Road Magazine. I'm your host, Foster Brown. From biblical times, the name Goshen has been synonymous with a promised land of plenty. And that's exactly what the little community by the same name in northwest Indiana's Amish country became for Kerr Anderson's relatives. His great-grandfather brought European candy-making skills from Greece to Goshen, where folks have come to count on those handmade delicacies and his corner restaurant, the Olympia Candy Kitchen. During a recent trip through Indiana, I had the pleasure of talking with Care in a quiet moment between customers about the family tradition of good food and friendship that they've been serving for almost a century. Before we get to that interview, here's a word from our sponsor, the Illinois Lincoln Highway Coalition. Discover the extraordinary season of autumn on the Illinois Lincoln Highway. See the vibrant fall colors as they begin to appear on this national scenic byway and take some time to experience autumn traditions at their very best. Enjoy fall festivals and special events. Find your way through a haunted corn maze. Explore a Midwest apple orchard and see the Lincoln Highway murals and gazebos. This road takes you everywhere you want to go. Entertainment and adventure can be found around every corner as you travel the historic Illinois Lincoln Highway. Visit DriveLincolnHighway.com to plan your autumn getaway. Hi, this is Foster Brown, and American Road Trip Talk is on the road again. This time we're in Goshen, Indiana, which is a wonderful little town uh, just south of Elkhart, Indiana, northern Indiana. And uh, I'm at one of the... um, one of the... Premier places to have lunch in Goshen, uh, certainly because it's been around for a long time serving those lunches. With me right now is Care Anderson, and I am at the Olympia Candy Kitchen in Goshen. Care, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for having me. I Care, tell me a little bit about the history of this place, because you are right now um, about to turn 100 years old. Has a, has a place been in the family that long? Um, actually, my great-grandpa bought uh, the business in 1920, um, so there was about an eight-year span where we weren't part of it. Um, but since then, you know, it's been passed down from generation to generation. Uh, my grandpa uh, is currently 88 years old, still comes in three days a week, uh, makes all the potato salad, and keeps me in line. <laughs> now, as I look around, obviously there's a, there's a great counter here for lunch, and then I see you have a candy on the other side. Which came first? Um, well, originally it was a candy store. Uh, my great-grandpa added the diner part of it uh, when he took over. Um, I think a long time ago it was a drugstore, maybe, um, something to that effect. But he added the, uh, the counter and most of the food. Um, we have a nut olive sandwich that's definitely a Greek influence. Um, so he added, you know, the food, the food part of it. So the candy was first. Now, tell me about the, the place itself, because it looks like it's pretty much in the original state that it was in. Now, obviously, it's been touched up, but this is pretty much the original state, isn't it? Yeah, it sure is, especially, you know, the tin ceiling. Um, a lot of the lamp, the lights in the middle there are uh, original. Um, all the booths around the outside, the wooden booths are original. We added, you know, the centerpiece there. The candy cases are all original. A lot of the candy cases came from Europe. Um, and the candy counter itself was, this is what I always say, the newest thing we've added. We put that in in 1955. <laughs> so, you know, then you got the grill and the dishwasher and everything back there. And, and we keep all the ice cream, you know, back there for sodas and sundaes and that kind of thing. Too. Who was the candy maker in the family? 
Um, well, my grandparents, uh, my great-grandpa Nick uh, was a candy maker. Um, his cousin Chris and Pete also helped out, and then my grandpa Lamar. And for the past 40 or 45 years, is Kirby Whitehead. He's uh, My grandpa hired him when he was 16 years old, and he's pretty much worked here on and off, you know, ever since. So the candy that's here is not, I mean, this is all made here? Um, yeah, yeah, we make all of our creams, uh, caramel, our English toffee. Um, so, yeah, we, we make it and hand dip it right in the kitchen. Man, that is a very special commitment that you guys have to make to do that kind of thing. Most people will, you know, bring in the, the box stuff or the packet stuff. Why that commitment to making it by hand? Well, that's that's what separates us, I think, and that's why we've been in business so long. Uh, we don't add any additives or preservatives. You know, we make it fresh. Um, it's homemade, and it's really good. You know, I think nowadays they add a lot of water and a lot of other things um, to save them money. But we that's that's what keeps us in business. You know, restaurants come and go, but it's the candy and the quality of product that keeps us around. Now, Kara, i got to say, as I look around, it looks like uh, not only is the candy kept traditional, but you have a clientele that's been coming here for a long time. Oh, generations of clientele, I think. You know, I have grandparents now that come in and say their grandparents brought them in. And so that's really a special thing that we have. And, yeah, I mean, I we know most of the customers. You know, we have a, a great core of regulars that come in we know their name and what they order and you know it's kind of like cheers like hey norm uh we actually have a norm that comes in and we say that too so yeah we have a we have great customers so it's cheers without beer but uh, now um you have had some special things i think happen here haven't you you've got some folks who have, have had uh, special experiences here um, well, we've had, uh, you know, a lot of politicians and that sort of thing, you know, uh, Dan Quayle and Governor By and people like that. Uh, we've actually sent candy to the inauguration of um, President Reagan and President George uh, Bush, you know, the, the, the first George Bush. Um, so, yeah, those are very special things. My parents actually got invited to the inaugural ball of George Bush and saw Reagan fly off in the helicopter and were there for the inaugural balls. Yeah, I understood that somebody came by here um, to celebrate an anniversary that they had, I think, gotten engaged in here. I don't know if that was the case or not. That, that actually happens quite a bit, um, you know, because we used to be open pretty late and it was like a high school hangout, you know. So a lot of times people had their first date here or got engaged. Um, we've put engagement rings into heart boxes, that kind of thing. So, yeah, that, that happens quite a bit when you're open for 100 years. You know, it's bound to happen. But, but uh, yeah, a lot, I think when people move away from Goshen or go away from Goshen, they always like to come back and come here because it gives them a feel for what it was like, you know, when they lived here before. And, and it's very much a, a going business right now, not a relic that's you know, struggling to, to, to stay on. You folks look like you've got quite a business. What's the secret to keeping things um, hopping, you know, here 100 years later? Uh, I think a lot of it is keeping things the same as far as the product, um, good service, good product, and a friendly atmosphere. You know, we like to have fun. Um, you know, we joke around with the customers and that kind of thing. But I think it's the quality of product. We make a lot of our... For the restaurant side, we make our own, you know, mayonnaise and vegetable beef soup and chili. And so the quality of the product is what keeps people around. And then, you know, the customer service and the friendliness uh, brings them back. Now, when you, so when you say homemade, you mean homemade. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we make things from scratch. Now, this is also, I understand, a, a big college town. Do you have many of that younger generation discovering the place as well as the nostalgic crowd? Yeah, they definitely come in. Um, 
uh, more and more, it, it seems. Uh, as, you know, we don't do a lot of advertising. Uh, I think the college even kind of pushes them to come here. Uh, I have a lot of people from the admissions office that kind of come in and get brochures and stuff for the kids. And and I actually just ho- hired a kid from the college, and that helps bring people in, in too. So. We were talking with Kerry Anderson, who is part of the family that owns the um, Olympia Candy Kitchen, uh, about to celebrate 100 years of existence. And uh, many of the things that were here 100 years ago, the tin roof and uh, some of the candy cases, uh, et cetera, close to 100 years old, have been in here for a long time. And now you are the, what generation are you that has been here? I'm the fourth generation. Is there a fifth generation being groomed? <laughs> well, I've got twins that are a year and a half old, so it'll be a while before they, <laughs> before they get in and start making candy. What's it like uh, working a restaurant like this? I know it's a lot of hard work, but, I mean, why haven't you gone off someplace else to do something else? Which so often happens, you know, when you've had a family business. Yeah. Well, I did. I, I moved after college. I moved to Arizona and lived in Phoenix, and uh, then I moved to California, lived in Huntington Beach, California. And, you know, you start to realize what's important in life, and, and I wanted to come back and be around my family. Um, and, you know, I really just enjoy it. I, I don't like sitting at a desk for eight hours. I've done that. Um, this place does keep me moving, and it's always something new and something different. But I love the people, uh, the interaction with the customers, uh, and it's just it's really a lot of fun. I think that's the, that seems to be the magic uh, solution here, the, the, the magic sauce, if you will, is that combination of uh, uh, the, the originals that is here. People come back to see something that's been part of the town all this time, but also the fact that you kept the quality up. And there's also that neat sense of relationship that you have with the customers. You can see the people at the counter talking and as you say, hey, Norm, when he comes in. Yeah, that's, that's definitely the case. I mean, I, I probably know over 100 people by their first name just from them coming in here on a daily basis. You know, we've got people that come in one, two, three times a day. Uh, so it's a great, great atmosphere. Well, Gary, I, this is marvelous to be here, and I have a feeling that it'll be around for, I won't predict another 100 years, but at least for a few more years, you're going to be around here serving people from the looks of what's going on. I'd like to keep it open for another 100. <laughs> well, but let's see what the twins have to say about yeah. that in about 20 years. They, they may be going off for a while and then making their way back. Gary Anderson, again, thank you very much for making us feel welcome here from American Road at the Olympia Candy Kitchen in Goshen. Thank you so much. You know, American Road Magazine just celebrated an important milestone. Ten years of beautiful pictures, engaging stories, and color tours along America's heritage byways. During that decade, our magazine has not only grown in subscribers, but in the ways that people like you can enjoy the magazine's contents in new ways. So if you like these podcasts, then you're just the person who should subscribe to the digital edition of our magazine. Just visit AmericanRoadMagazine.com and click on the Preview Our Magazine icon. You'll get a sample of the most recent digital edition and the opportunity to sign up for electronic delivery of our next issues. While you're on the homepage, check out all of the other features like our blogs, trip itineraries, special deals, sweepstakes, and so much more. You can even friend us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Till we meet again on the American Road for another Trip Talk, I'm your host, Foster Brown, reminding you that the joy is in the journey.